0: Read by Penny Witt. Slave Narratives, a folk history of slavery in the United States from interviews with former slaves. Volume 11, North Carolina Narratives, Part 1, by Various. Mary Wallace Bow, ex-slave, 81 years. My name is Mary Wallace Bow. I was nine years old at the surrender. My mammy and pappy, Susan Ann Lilman Graves, first belonged to Mars Fountain and Miss Fanny Tuberville. But Mars Fountain sold me, my mammy, and my brother George to Miss Fanny's sister, Miss Virginia Graves. Miss Virginia's husband was Mars Dr. Graves de lived on de old Elijah Grave estate, not far from Mars Fountain's plantation here in Durham County, and Miss Virginia and Miss Fanny seed each other near about every day. I was little when Mars Fountain and Mars Doctor went to de war, but I remembers it. I remembers it cause Miss Fanny stood on de poach, smiling and waving at Mars Fountain, till he went round de curb in de road. Then she fell to the floor like she was dead. I thought she was dead, till Miss Virginia throwed some water in her face and she opened her eyes. De next day, Miss Virginia took me and Mammy and we all went over and stayed with Miss Fanny cause she was scared, and so they be company for each other. Mammy waited on Miss Virginia and heaped Syrilla Tuberville. Miss Fanny's house girl swept and made up de beds and things. I was little but Mammy made me work. I shook de rugs, brung in the kindling, and run round waiting on Miss Virginia and Miss Fanny, doin' things like totin' de basket of keys, bringin' day shawls and such as dat. They was all de time talkin' about de folks fightin and what they would do if de Yankees come every time they talks. Miss Fanny set and twist her hands and says, "What is we goin to do, Sister? What is we goin to do?" Miss Virginia tried to pacify Miss Fanny. she say, "Don't yo worry, none, honey. I'll fix dem Yankees when they come." Then she set her mouth. When she done that, I'll run and hid behind Miss Fanny's chair cause I done seed Miss Virginia set her mouth before and I knowed she meant business. I didn't have sense enough to be scared then cause I had never seed no Yankee soldiers. But 'twarn't long before I was scared. De Yankees come one mornin'. And they ripped, oh Lord, how they did rip when they rode up to de gate and come stompin to de house miss Fanny gun to cry, tell them something, sister, tell them something she told Miss Virginia, Miss Virginia she ain't done no cryin she see dem Yankees comin cross de hill, she run round and got all de jewelry. She took off the rings and pins she and Miss Fanny had on, and she got all the things out of the jewelry box and give them to Pappy. Hide dem, little man, she told Pappy. Hide them someplace where them thieves won't find them. Pappy had on high-top boots. He didn't do nothin' but stuff all that jewelry right down in dem boots. Then he strutted all round them Yankees laughing to hisself. They cussed when they couldn't find no jewelry at all. They didn't find no silver neither cause us niggers done helped Miss Fanny and Miss Virginia hide Dad. We done toted it all down to the cotton gin house and hid it in de loose cotton pile on de floor. When they couldn't find nothing, a big soldier went up to Miss Virginia who was standing in the hall. He looked at her and say, you scared of me, ain't you? Miss Virginia ain't batted no eye yet. She told him, If I was goin' to be scared, I'd be scared of something. I sure ain't of no ugly bragging Yankee. The man turned red and he say, If you don't tell me where you done hide dat silver, I's goin' to make you scared. Miss Virginia's chin went up higher. She set her mouth and looked at dat soldier. Twill he dropped his eyes. Then she told him dat some folks done come and got de silver, dat they done towed it off. She didn't tell him that it was us niggers that dun toted it down to the cotton gin house in den days they was peddlers goin round de country sellin things de toted big packs on de backs filled with everything from needles and thimbles to bedspreads and frying pans. One day a peddler stopped at Miss Fanny's house. He was the ugliest man I ever seed. He was tall and bony with black whiskers and black bushy hair and curious eyes that set way back in his head. They was dark and looked like a dog's eyes after you done hit em. He sat down on the porch and opened his pack, and it was so hot and he looked so tired that Miss Fanny give him er cold drink of milk dat done been sittin in de springhouse all de time Miss Fanny was lookin at the things in de pack and buyin the man kept up a runnin talk he asked her how many niggers de had, how many men they had fightin on de Federate side, and what was she goin do if de niggers was set free. "'Then he asked her if she knowed Mr. Abraham Lincoln. "'Bout that time, Miss Virginia come to the door "'and heard what he said. "'She blazed up like a lightwood fire "'and told that peddler that they didn't want know nothing "'about Master Lincoln, that they knowed too much already "'and that his name wasn't loud called in that house. "'Then she say he wasn't nothing,' but a black devil messing in other folks' business, and that she'd shoot him on sight if she had half a chance. The man laughed. Maybe he ain't so bad, he told her. Then he packed his pack and went off down de road, and Miss Virginia watched him till he went out of sight round the bend. Two or three weeks later, Miss Fanny got a letter. The letter was from that. Peddler. He told her dat he was Abraham Lincoln hisself, that he was peddlin over de country as a spy, and he thanked her for de rest and her shady porch and de cool glass of milk she gave him. When dat letter come, Miss Virginia got so hoppin mad that she took all de stuff Miss Fanny done bought from mr Lincoln and made us niggers burn it on de ash pile. Then she made Pappy rake up the ashes and throw them the creek. End of Section 27